0: So I just wanna welcome you all to Encounter Church. Thank you everyone for being here today. You know, I believe God's gonna do a great thing today. And well, let's believe with faith, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now that we, oh, we've been in a series for, uh, for two weeks now on forgiveness. Uh, we heard Pastor Daniel talk about the divine forgiveness. And last week we heard Sister Elida talk about the psychology of forgiveness. Today, my title is called The Faith to Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, now that we have heard from both Pastor Daniel and Sister Elida on the topic of forgiveness, we basically have more knowledge of how important the power of forgiveness is. I made a joke to Pastor Daniel about how him and Sister Elida had basically covered the whole topic of forgiveness, so that there would be no need for me to come up here anymore. But that was just me trying to get out of coming up here, because <laughs> it can be frightening being up here. but. <laughs> but in all sincerity though, to hear people talk about the power of forgiveness is, is, is actually a great thing because yeah. um, everybody has had different confrontations from at least trying to forgive someone that has wronged us, right? So just for a count of hands, how many people that are here today have been wronged? Or how many of us have we wronged others? That should be all of us, right? <laughs> I know that I ha- myself have been at the end of both of those sticks, but one thing we need-, need to understand is that we do not live in a perfect world. We are all human beings and we will all fall short of God's glory. Matthew eighteen twenty-one and 22 says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brothers or sisters who sins against me? Up to seven times, Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times but 77 times so this verse right here clearly shows us that we as human beings are able to be needed to be forgiven more than once and also forgive more than once research has actually proven that women are more likely to forgive than men yeah it's crazy huh I thought we were the softies (laughs) but and about 54% of women are able to forgive and around 49% of men are able to forgive so if you really think about it that is only 50% of men and women that are actually able to forgive now if that's only that's only half imagine how many men and women are living in bitterness and anger that is a lot of people that are are not happy but as pastor daniel said the only reason we are able to forgive was because jesus forgave us first no matter of all the sin we used to carry or are still carrying, jesus will always forgive us but we need to be able to know how to ask for forgiveness and how to give forgiveness in matthew six fourteen says for if you forgive other people when they sin against you your heavenly father will also forgive you so this is what i mean when i say we need to know and We need to know how to ask and give forgiveness. So I know I can stand up here and talk for days of all the people that have done me wrong. But the point is not to remember all the offenses that people have done onto us, but to step into faith and tell yourself that this isn't going to stop me from becoming the great person that I know God wants me to be. And I'm not saying that we will ever forget about the offense. And it's not saying that it still won't hurt. But what I'm saying is that when you learn to let go of those that have done you wrong, have mistreated you, or have caused so much pain in your life, you will see that the power of forgiveness will set you free from all the bitterness, the anger, and the resentment, and so on. You know, I heard a saying from this pastor named Stephen Furtick. Stephen Furtick is one of the pastors that I really watch on YouTube. Uh, I like all his sermons, and he's a great pastor. But he, what he said stuck to me when I was going through it's a bad time in my life, too, when I was trying to learn how to forgive. But what he said, he said was that people wait for the feeling of forgiveness to come, but it's not a feeling. It takes faith. So you, have to, so you have two options, and then it all comes down to where you plan on being. You either stay bitter, angry, hold resentment, and just live a miserable life, or are you willing to walk in faith and look forward to the amazing life you can have? without holding onto all the grudges inside of you. So, I know many would say, you think it's just that easy, huh? You don't know what I've been through. So don't tell me that it's just that easy to forgive. And I, You're absolutely right, because I don't know what each of you may have been through, but for that same reason, you don't know what the other person that has hurt you has been through also. Sister Elida actually talked a little about this also. We don't know what the offender has gone through or is going through. And as Sister Elida was saying, it's not that we're justifying the person that wronged us because they knew what they were doing. But what, we, but what we're saying is that we need to look at things as Jesus did. Every day that we sin against Jesus, no matter how small or big the offense was, Jesus, Jesus never just condemns us, but he forgives us. That's where you choose if you're going to hold on to that grudge. Or are you going to walk in faith and just let it go? And I know that I keep saying to just let it go like if it's really that easy. But I'm not trying to make it seem like that easy. But what I'm trying to say is that it's basically a process. We basically go through three different types of incidents and each one may take different times to let it go. Let things go. The first one is Forgiving the smaller offenses, which looks like anything from someone call, calling you a bad word to maybe someone stealing your food. And if you know me, if you if you steal my sushi, it's going down. <laughs> 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 but unless I unless I offer, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. different. But if someone steals my food, <laughs> I get a little angry. <laughs> the same goes for like calling names. You know, no one wants to be no one wants to be saying bad names to no one. You know, it's not it's not nice. And but yeah. And the second is forgiving the bigger offenses, which may look like betrayal of some sort or to maybe someone hurting your kids. And the third is to forgive ourselves, which may look like you're beating yourselves up for something that happened that you can't take back. So each one of these has their own forgiving time process. So as you know, the smaller offenses may, may be a bit faster to forgive the person that offended you, since it is a smaller offense. Even then, like I said earlier, no matter if it is a smaller offense, it doesn't mean it still won't hurt you for what the person that offended did to you. But you're willing to walk in faith and not let that stop you from becoming a better person. Now, the bigger offenses may take some time and that is where you're really going to have to look within yourself and really tell God to give you all his strength to be able to let go. I know exactly how hard this one could be as I know many of you may know also. Betrayals or someone hurting your kids are two of the worst pains someone can go through. You see, as a parent, you always want to protect your kids and you always want them to be fine. I know that if someone ever hurt my daughter, that would unleash something within me that I know only God would only be able to control. And I believe that that's how all parents are. It's just in our instincts to always care and protect our kids. Now, being betrayed by a spouse or by a friend or anyone is also a great big deal to get through because after the betrayal happens you lose the trust that you guys had for each other and it's no longer the same and now you're fighting to forgive the one that wronged you but it's not impossible and the last is forgiving ourselves which is the same as as the bigger offense because every now and then the spiritual enemy will try to bring up your guilt the enemy only does this because He knows when you are able to just let go of all the shame and of all that's holding you back from moving forward, that is when the enemy is intimidated of the great person you will become. And of course, that's something that the enemy doesn't want. So let not the shame keep you from forgiving yourself. We have to keep moving forward and not let life label you of what you did because if you stick to that mindset, then it will be harder for you to let go. What comes to my mind when talking about this is Peter, when Peter denied Jesus not once, but three times. If you could only imagine the the guilt and shame Peter must have been feeling for betraying Jesus like that, I know that he must have been struggling to forgive himself. As I said in the beginning, we are all human beings, and we will all fall short in God's glory. Peter had the choice to stay in in that shame where he was at. And just keep feeling sorry for himself. But as we see in the Bible, because, as we see in the Bible, Peter became one of the most admirable disciples that there was. Peter didn't let the shame of what he did keep him in the dark forever. He rose up and kept preaching the word of God to thousands of people. But on the other hand, there was Judas, who also betrayed Jesus for just thirty pieces of silver. You see, Judas went through something similar to Peter. But, Jesus, but Judas didn't let go of the shame he felt for doing what he did to Jesus. You see, life incidents will always try to bring us down and always try to tell us that we can't ever be forgiven, but that is not true. But Judas had all the same right, just as Peter did, to ask for forgiveness. But as you know how it turned out for Judas, he ended up taking his own life away because he could no longer live with the guilt he was feeling. Judas didn't have to live with that guilt because Jesus never blamed him for anything. And we know this by the verse of Luke 23, 34, where Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. You see, Jesus was well well aware that we are not perfect. So it is why Jesus died for us that one day we will be in a place where there will be no more pain or suffering. So if there's anything in all that I said... I would like for each one of you to remember is that the step to forgiveness is willing to take the leap of faith. By remembering this, we will always come out stronger. And just like there's a song that says, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. (laughs) But to come out stronger, you need to be able to just let it go and forgive those that have wronged us or yourself. So. I, before, um, before we come to a close a little bit, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you guys a story that <laughs> I just told my daughter yesterday, last night actually. So before we go to bed, we, we always pray, and in my prayer, we, she noticed that I added something else on, in our prayer. She was like, she was like we got a new prayer? And then I was like, yeah. And, she, and my prayer was that for God to help me preach to you guys <laughs> tomorrow. And then, So then after that, we, I tell her a bedtime story, and... Our bed my bedtime story I make it up all the time it's not it's just randomly but this one was um I wanted to kind of uh kind of wanted to relate to my preaching to me today right and so my bedtime story to her was that there was there was a uh, two two girls one one name one of the names was Magdalene <laughs> She kind of put the line in there. I kind of said Magdalene, but then she's like, Magdalene. <laughs> I was like, it's all right. <laughs> and then, and Teresa. So then, uh, so my story was Magdalene was one day, she was walking to the store and she, uh, she encountered with this mean girl named Teresa. And this girl, Teresa, she was, she was uh, calling her names. And randomly, because she didn't even know this uh, Magdalene girl. But out of nowhere, she came up to her, and she randomly was calling her names, uh, being mean to her, you know. And, she, and then uh, Magdalene was saying, well, why are you being mean to me? And she was saying that just because, just because for no reason. I guess she was just mad at the world, right? So Magdalene just went on with her day, went on with her day. And then she noticed Teresa at the store also. And Teresa, she was buying, she was trying to buy some apples, but she didn't have enough money to buy the apples. And when Magdalene saw that she didn't have enough money, Magdalene offered to pay for the apples, and she paid for the apples. And then Teresa was like, "Why are you being so nice to me after I, after all that I did to you?" Because, and then Magdalene said, Magdalene said, "Because I forgive you." you know? And then Teresa was like how can you forgive me when I was being so rude to you? And Magdalene said, because Jesus forgave us first, so that's why I won't choose to live in bitterness, you know? And after that, my daughter, she kind of put a little bit of her stuff in there, she's like, and after that, they became best friends, they had ice cream together, they went on road trips together, and so on. But the lesson here is that no matter where you find yourself in life, if it's either in a battle to forgive yourself or others, just know that if you want to, if you want to have peace of mind with yourself, you have the power to forgive those, and that will set you free. Because no one wants to live in bitterness and anger. You know, I myself have gone through something like that, and as many of you know, what I went through. Pastor Daniel was always there for me. And, you know, that's, what some, that's something that you always just need. Maybe something, sometimes you just need a friend to be there for you, you know, no matter what it is. And it, I, was, oh, I was so happy he always reached out for me. And no matter what, I w- I'm always going to be grateful for him and God. You know, God always, he was there for me at my lowest. And, and I know he will always be there for me. You know, like in the song says, when you see no way, there will always be. He will make a way when there's no way. Amen? So, as we come to a close, just remember, um, life is always going to happen. Incidents are always going to happen. But you have the power to forgive. And forgiveness will set you free. Amen? Amen? So, if we can just bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to be here today. Thank you for your word that we have heard. I pray, Lord, that it may stay with us, Lord, and that we may be able to put practice what we have heard. I know forgiveness is not an easy thing, and I'm not saying that it won't ever hurt, but I know, Lord, with your help and your guidance, we will be able to forgive and keep moving forward in the name of Jesus. Amen.) Yeah. Oh.